0: and welcome to the Healthy Minds podcast today with Kerry Sexton and
1: Carly Thornton. We're going to be discussing a wide variety of topics and bringing on different guests to help you grow, get inspired, get motivated and reach your full potential. Today on Healthy Minds we have Suzanne Adams. Now, Susan Adams is She's on a mission, she's a woman on a mission to help you reach your full potential. And we're gonna delve a little bit deeper how she helps inspire you, motivates you, and help you reach your own self-love. Now, Susan, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thank you, good, good. Well, you have such an in-depth bio that it was actually hard to introduce you. So I hope that was okay. And, sure. and we want to start talking about your TEDx um, speeches <laughs> that you've done. Um and how one, how you got involved with that in the first place, and okay. what what you actually speak about to help other people. Sure. So I I got
2: involved in speaking and really just in personal development. Um kind of through my own dark night of the soul. You know, I, um, in the beginning of my TEDx, I say I spent the first 30 years of my life searching, right? And I think so many of us have spent years and years searching and looking. And for me, I was desperate to feel a feeling. I wanted to feel loved and appreciated and desired. And I wanted to feel on fire and on purpose and excited about life. And I had had glimpses of of those things through, um, you know, I had a career that at one time very much served me and I was passionate about it. Um, but then that kind of... It, it, it kind of became lackluster is the best way to describe it. Um, I, you know, would find these snippets of the feeling I was looking for through romantic relationships, but they wouldn't end up lasting, right? And um, I just got into this space and place and where my life wasn't anything like I had imagined it would be. And I felt like nothing was really working out the way I wanted it to. And somehow I ended up spiraling into a depression, Where I was really numbing out, like at five o'clock each day, I would would start to have a a glass of wine or two or three, and it wasn't a celebratory glass of wine. It was a glass of wine like, I don't want to feel what I'm feeling right now. And after a couple months of doing that every day. it got worse, right? Like I started to really yearn for purpose and meaning. And I remember this one day just sitting on the sofa, like waiting for five o'clock. And all of a sudden I had this epiphany. And for the first time I could hear this inner voice, this voice inside of me telling me like, this is not what you came here to do. You're meant for more. There is so much more waiting for you. And I remember just this moment of, of surrender, just falling to my knees and looking up and just praying and just saying like, show me the way, help me because I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. And it was like in that moment, it was like I was activated um, and I started to find every person available that could help me. I started to research happiness and energy and vibration and self-love and life purpose and divine communication and meditation and all of the things. And, um, it was like, I started to feel alive and lit up and passionate again. And, you know, I really just felt like I, it was my responsibility to start to share these tools and to start to show others that there is so much more and that we don't have to depend on all of these external situations and the things that society teaches us that we need to have to be happy. And of course, when you're happy internally and when you're connected internally, all those things do line up for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, it was just really me and my own awakening journey that got me started.
1: So is there anything particular that triggered the, the feeling of the depression and how it actually kind of spiraled? I think it was, it was a feeling
2: of loss and a feeling of disconnection. You know, um, like I said, like I wasn't really feeling any fulfillment through my career. I was deeply... And what Ill- were you doing? Um, I was in the medical field um, for medical, a medical consultant. Training mm. hospitals and surgeons on different techniques and um, innovative procedures that they could do in the operating rooms.
1: Mm.
2: So I mean, it was an amazing career, and it was yeah. great. And it just, it the last couple of years I was in it, it it wasn't feeling aligned anymore. And I was deeply in love with a man that I almost married, and it was like my heart. And soul was were just telling me like, this isn't right. You know how like when you want something yeah. so bad that your gut tells you like no (laughs) (laughs) you know um so there was that and then there was this this thing of me being a certain age in the south and being single and not having babies yet and it was all external
1: right so so how old was you like obviously having this feeling
2: yeah i i was around 32
1: Mm. so that's still young though But then I am old.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is young. It is young. But you have to, you know, for me, I felt like an old hag at the time, you know. I'm pretty now. And and I still feel young, you know. But um, at the time, it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, life is ending.
1: And it's funny.
0: Because Because that's what people expect, isn't it? Yeah,
1: like, what people expect. So I guess that's where it came. Yeah, like culture pressure, isn't it? I suppose, isn't it as well? Yeah,
2: and where I grew up and where I lived in Georgia in the South, it's like you know that's old. There, I'm in California now, and like forty doesn't even feel old to be like single. Mm. But there, and in the South, that you know when you hit thirty, if you're still single, people start to look at you like, "What's wrong with you?" You know? It's not yeah. That's not. Yeah, but, and so. It, it was less it was more about conditioning and societal con- conditioning and i think it was really my own soul like mm-hmm. shaking me to wake me and i you know it's interesting because i think that's happening collectively now with this quarantine and with this crisis yeah. you know it's a tragedy yeah. and it's terrible and there are lots of things happening but on one level we're all being shaken to to awaken to our own Mm. next level
1: you know what I actually I did actually speak about that the other day because we I think we all go through different traumas like yourself and then it it helped you it pushed you to be and create the person you are today um and I think at the minute we're all going through it's like a breakup or like some kind of trauma yeah. but all of the um, these emotions we're all experiencing them on different levels and at different times yeah so with the energy and the radiation at the minute is just haywire absolutely haywire isn't it so yes so that's interesting and how how long have you been doing what you're doing now with the, the TED Talks and um you own a company, a Ignite and Expand Transformation Coaching. Um how long have you all been doing that for?
2: Gosh, let's see. I started around 2014. So it was like Awakening was 2013, like kind of the whole year 2014 was when i like really you know stepped out of the corporate position i was in and started to write my book and started to build this business 2015 was the first retreat um and then you know like i was bringing on clients right away 2015 i spoke That's at the good. world summit in 2015 yeah. It was like, things just really opened up and so it's one of those things where it's, it's never, you know, it's never always just going to be easy. And a lot of us are being called. And for me, I felt such a strong calling. And I was so happy to be excited and feel lit up about something that I just went for it. So, mm. you know, it's been, it's been a little bit of time now,
1: for sure. Yeah, that's, and with your book, how long did your book take? So
2: it took about a year to write it from start to, from start to back. Write it and have a publishable book. Right. Yeah. And it was a, a fictional story really written with the intention to um, help open people up to new levels of consciousness, to okay. help people go on their own journey yeah. and, and have their own levels of awakening mm. with the character.
1: Okay. I, I like that. I like that that's, it's non-fictional because everyone obviously is writing a lot of um, fictional Mm -hmm. um so it's nice that you're building up that kind of visualization in the book as well at the same time as like a real life situation so I like that that's really good yeah Yeah. that is really cool
2: Yeah, thank you, and I actually pulled, it was, it did well, it was on the market for a few years, and I pulled it off because I wanted to rewrite it and update it, and so I'm actually getting ready to launch it, I think around August, I'm going to relaunch it again, and um, I'm really excited for that too.
1: Uh And is is the name any different?
2: Yeah, the name now, I haven't announced it publicly, but why don't we do it right here, it's going to be, it's going to be called Girl Awakened.
1: I like it, and what's the date of the launch?
2: Um, I'm still sorting that, but I think August uh, or September. That'll
1: be on Amazon. Will it be online? Yeah, kind be of, on. yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic! And okay. we with like the TED Talks and everything. Um, you obviously you know you speak about a lot of motivation and self love. How how did this come about for yourself? Because I and myself, um, Carrie, we we get a lot of questions asked. You know, how do I start this process? Because okay. it's such it's such a big word and like I find it hard to explain how I've done it because there's so many processes with it that it kind of like, I felt like it naturally happens. So how would you explain it?
2: What I'm sorry there. I didn't hear the second. Yeah. Okay. So I would start it. I mean, it is an organic thing, right? But it's also an action-oriented thing. So you want to be really, really clear on who it is that you can help and who it is that you can serve. And a lot of times, it's a version of us. Like for me, when I first started, um, you know, I was really reaching out to the girl that was lost, to the girl looking for purpose, to the girl that knew there was more but she didn't know what it what that was, right? And then as I started to build my coaching business and host and lead retreats, I started. You know, always still serving the girl that wanted purpose and wanted more, but then kind of adding on to now heart centered leaders, to people that want to create a business that's aligned with their soul. Because I was able to do it so quickly, people were wanting to learn from me, right? Um, So I think it's like you have to show up in a way of service of who it is that you're being called right now Mm -hmm. like with my TED talk it's you know reached almost 800,000 people and that is more just about the basics of energy and vibration and really tuning into the the most layman's principle of quantum physics and showing people how with our mind and with our thoughts we can truly create anything so for someone wanting to get started I would say pick a lane what are you feeling called are you really feeling called to write your book are you really feeling called to stand on stages and even though now we're in a a unique situation with stages, right? Because they've all been canceled (laughs) for a little bit. But, you know, I had a lot of things that were canceled. But the thing is, is we have Zoom and we have virtual opportunities. And soon we will be able to gather in smaller groups. And eventually we'll be able to gather in larger groups again. And and that's not going away. And so I really think in this unique time, now more than ever, heart-centered leaders are needed. Mm Heart-centered leaders are going to be in more high demand than they ever have because more and more people are waking up right now than they ever Mm -hmm. have been. And it's not always easy. Like, let's be clear. It's not like you just, like, I was naive in the beginning and I thought like, oh, I'll just like snap my fingers and write this book and like the world will know me and love me, you know? (laughs) and that's not really always how it happens like you need to get mentorship and coaching for you know i always say find someone that's accomplished the things that you want to accomplish and do whatever you need to do to learn from them whether it's you stalk them on social media and devour all their free content or if you you know hire them or get into a group that they lead whatever it is Mm -hmm. um there's always someone that can show you the way and don't expect it to be easy. You know, at the same time, there are things that can happen with ease and grace and I'm all for manifesting in that way, but also show up and be willing to mm. fail and be yeah. willing to fail and be willing to be laughed at and be willing to let go of what other people think and then really get going. Mm. Does that answer I your
0: I, I think as well, like um, people are sometimes when they hit that, that like rock bottom sort of face, people are sometimes scared to, ask for the help that is going to direct them to these things mm-hmm. and they think that they will be able to do it themselves when actually it is just a case sometimes of asking that person like and following it that way which I think mm-hmm. most people like that's the first step really
2: yeah. is asking yeah. for help like we can't always see for ourselves you know like i i have a coach help me with the things that i help with because someone if someone from a higher level that's not you can always see and yeah if you're yeah. scared to ask for help then that's usually just a fear or egoic thing you know but like mm-hmm. for example i have a client right now that came to me and she's like I can't afford you, but I know I need you. And she ended up enrolling with me. And next thing you know, like, it just took me 30 minutes of delving into the back end of her business. And now she's got like these three brand new revenue streams. And she's like, I, I haven't even been able to see that in yeah. two years, you know, so it's like, sometimes it just really helps to have a different perspective or have it's okay to ask for help, you know?
1: Mm. Mm. And who who would you say you followed and soaked in information um, while you were kind of transitioning?
2: That's a, a great question. A lot of people, because I was like anyone and everyone. I loved watching the Oprah Super Soul Sundays. Um, mm-hmm. I loved following like Deepak Chopra's meditations, um, Eckhart Tolle. I learned a lot from Gabby Bernstein, Joe Dispenza. Um you know, a lot of different people just really just kind of soaking them up. And what I find is when when you find someone on social media or YouTube or whatever, um, it's like your own soul is leading you, right? To mm. so the person that's going to help you, to the person that's gonna to speak to your heart and soul. And so it's yeah. interesting because like I'll go on phases where like, okay, I want a lot of Joe Dispenza right now, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'll go on phases where it's like, okay, I really just need, uh, you know, just a little bit of Brene Brown. Like, it just depends yeah, on me, yeah. right? You know, like, sometimes I just want someone random that I haven't heard that feels fresh and unique. And I just want, you know, I want to learn mm. from someone. Mm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, because I actually do that with books as well. I don't, I don't have actually just one book that I'm reading. I yeah. flitter from different books depending on what I want to soak in at that time or how I'm actually feeling. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. I totally get that. Um, So no, that's, that's really good. And like with, with all your clients, are they all kind of, are you trying to build their businesses with them? Or is it more kind of building up their confidence? What's the thing that you focus on the most?
2: I think it's a mix. It depends on the unique individual. Even if it's a group program, it depends on the unique individual because if we don't have the confidence, if our energy is not aligned with the confidence and belief, we're not going to attract the clients, or we're yeah. not going to put off the energy that will bring in, you know, the high-level clients or the or the more people that they're trying to attract. Sometimes people, you know, need a little bit more on the strategic end. Sometimes they need a combination. And so mm-hmm. when I'm kind of a zone of genius for me is I'm really able to to use my intuition and tap in on that, that level. But I also have a really grounded rooted strategy background just from, from my corporate days. Right. So it just depends. I will have um, you know, kind of two lanes, a person that wants to create more purpose and meaning and build a business around a connected to their soul. And then I'll have pretty successful business people that want to bring more heart and soul and purpose into their corporation or into their business. And so it's, it's interesting because we're human beings, we all have the same needs, we all want to be seen, we all want to be heard, we all want to feel connected. And then it's just the path to getting there. What does that look like?
1: And with obviously helping so many people and soaking so much different energies in, how do you, how do you kind of offload yourself and kind of reboot?
2: Okay. (laughs) 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 This is so important, y'all, because it's like, we can't, we have to. I don't want to use the word protect because I think it sets like an intention that you need protection, but uh, this is a great analogy. When you get in a car, you put a seatbelt on, not because you expect to get in a wreck, but just because it's a precaution, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of a better word, but we, we have got to cater to our own energy to fill up our own teapot. And so it is important, especially, you know, a lot of us are, our sensitivities are waking up. Right. And what that means is we feel other people's energies and thoughts, and we can take on people's energy. I mean, it, we all do that just from watching the news. We can take on a lot of toxic energy. Right. So I just have a, a pretty robust morning routine like I do a little bit of a like a visualization just visualizing light in each of my chakras making sure they're cleaned and cleared um I do like a, a, also just a visualization like a, a kind of a golden tunnel from the heavens through my body down into the earth and then I'll do a meditation and whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes depends on the day and what I have going on and if I have time and then um I'm coming up actually on my six year meditation anniversary where I haven't missed one day oh. in six years, and wow. yeah, I mean it's changed everything for me, and in fact i've I've created like five or five or six free guided meditations that are on my website and i I'm tr- really encouraging people grab them because. It, meditation has changed everything for me. And meditation is really a way to clean your energy, a way to feel connected, a way to open up so you hear the guidance, so you hear your inner guidance system and you get the ideas. I always say you get the million dollar idea, right? Which some sometimes it takes a little while and sometimes you get it faster than others, but it's just like we go to a gym and we don't expect to have results in one day. But with mm-hmm. meditation, for whatever reason, people expect to sit down and be a pro at it and get results right away. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's just like you build up, right? So you could start for three minutes or grab a guided meditation and do it every day for 30 days. So I think the meditation is is very powerful for, for me. And I do the visualization usually inside of the meditation. And I do that in all my guided ones as well. And then um, boundaries, right? Like, what are you letting in your space? Are you, especially with all this, you know, the pandemic? It's like news is. I never watched news in the first right. couple weeks of this. I was watching so much news, and I was like, this is why I don't watch news. Yeah. You know, it's wow. so one sided and it's so toxic. And it's like, get informed and then get out. You know. Yeah.
1: So with your, the meditations, which meditations do you kind of warm to the most? Have you got particular kind of styles that you do?
2: I mean, all mine are very similar. It's just with a different intention. So I like light like soft music. And um, it's like for me when, I, when I'm, I'm doing them, it's like I like to feel a certain vibration. And that's what comes through when, when I create the guided meditations, right? Mm. And then sometimes I'll listen to my own. <laughs> And sometimes I'll just put on a playlist and just kind of let my mind go. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll do like sound healing ones. Like it just depends. And so Mm. for me, when I'm creating them, it's really about uh, tuning in to a higher vibrational energy and just letting that flow Mm. Mm. so that whoever's listening, you don't even have to do anything but close your eyes. Right. And And then your mind will do the rest for you.
1: And you do this in the morning upon waking. Mm hmm. Mm.
2: As much as I can, like the ideally you want to wake up and, and set an intention for the day and go right into meditation. Yeah. Some days easier than not others. If you have kids that wake you up, then just wake up, do a quick little body scan, set an intention, Mm. tend to your children and then do your meditation.
1: Okay. So I want to flip it a little bit back again. When you, um, obviously when your depression spiraled, Mm -hmm. um, how did you start your structure then? Did you, did you put together a more of a stricter regimented structure to help you get through it? Like, what did you do? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're yes. I was, um, let me see how the words to describe this. It's like you, you have to be very tender with yourself when you're first awakening or if you've first gone through like a big traumatic thing. Like for me, my intuition cracked wide open with that awakening. And I was terrified because I didn't, really I wasn't really spiritual before that like I grew up Christian and you know had a, a religious connection but I didn't the spiritual world was new to me and, mm-hmm. uh, and meditation like I had never even thought about meditating and so for me it was like I had to learn a just about this whole other avenue of of meditation and and energy and so I was learning about that and then also it's like It's just almost like a little baby that you just want to nurture to because it's like we have to build up our strength in that level. So in the beginning, I was very strict. Like I did not do, I wouldn't even look at my phone until like wake up, go directly to meditation. And I had to have my morning ritual. Obviously after the more you get into it, the more you can create flexibility. Mm you know it's just going to depend but in the beginning i think if you're really awakening now it is important to kind of just look at yourself like you're you would nurture a, a newborn baby
1: mm-hmm. and how ha- ha- go on Terry
0: there you go there you go oh, go go You go go
1: <laughs> and at the minute because with everything going on how how are you how are you coping with everything with not having as much um physical interaction with humans like mentally how how are you challenging this because obviously we need to let let ourselves have a break because you know everyone's emotionally going to be up and down um yes. and it's something that you know we we've never experienced so I mean, what, what are you doing and how do you feel like it's affecting you even like in a positive way, but at the same time, what emotions are you that are different that you're feeling right now? Like more sensitive kind of emotions, et cetera.
2: Yeah. So just like everyone else, I have good days and bad days and kind of what set me off was, um, I recently moved to Laguna beach, California. I'm very lucky. I'm, I'm looking at the ocean right now. I'll oh, show you. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And, um, so I was like, Oh God, okay. If I got to be quarantined, this is like the most amazing place I could be quarantined. And, and then it rained for five days and I thought I was going to lose it. And, um, you know, the first days I was like doing yoga videos and, and keeping positive. And then I don't know, I just had a major meltdown and it was like, um, It was like at night late and I just started crying and it's like you just think you know I am a positive optimistic person but sometimes we just got to feel what's up for us right yeah Yeah. and um I'm just was feeling and I was starting to get frustrated and for the first time I was homesick like missing my family and you know I just moved here I don't know that many people and was kind of in this spiral like all these you know nurses that are having to work in the hospitals and the whole country is just like resetting and you know anyways it was it was I was in the story and I went to bed and um, I always always feel better when I wake up in the morning well the next morning because I was like I'm just gonna go to bed and I'll wake up feeling fresh the next morning literally y'all before like my eye opened there was a tear like I woke up crying not even I was in my darkest days did I wake up crying like I might have woke up sad but I had never I mean I woke up and I was just still in the font crying and I was like what is this? And so I pulled out my tools and I canceled everything on my schedule for work that day. And I was like, today's going to be a mental reset day. Mm -hmm. And I I dug in and I did the journal prompts and I really just let my heart feel and heal. And I had my own day and I, I moved my body where I could and I expressed where I could. And then
1: and then that night,
2: I finally felt better before I went to sleep, and I, mm. I felt way better after that. And so, of course, I mean, of course, like we're we're in a, a, a shaken. We're all yeah. being shaken on a different level, and so we've got to honor that and feel that. And yeah, you know, this is what the tools are for. This is why we have these tools because none of us are exempt. We're all human beings. Mm. I
0: was gonna say, like, um, I'm I'm very much someone that like sort of says that you need to like you know like some people will feel happy and they will really feel happy and you're allowed to be happy mm-hmm. and then the minute you're like sad it's like oh cheer up like where where's your where are you with like being in your emotions like do you think it's important to like be in both like and how yeah. yes I think
2: um you know it's it's a normal it's normal to say oh cheer up if you're sad but the truth is like you're we have different dimensions and mm-hmm. on you know as much as we'd all love to be happy a hundred percent of the time that'd be boring if we were just happy, 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 right? right. So while we want to be happy, you know, 85, 90% of the time, um it it is part of 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 the process that we signed up for when we, you know, kind of came into this human journey is to to be emotional beings. And I believe our emotions are our soul guiding us. And so like that day when I was sad, it was like my own, you know, my own thing, right. Of just kind of grieving this old way of being mm-hmm. right. And, and also I am a huge empath at just feeling the collective energy and then doing a little bit of my own heart healing. And so mm-hmm. 2020, I mean, in January of this year, I had a, a very, you know, a couple big emotional breakthroughs in t- it, this year. And I think it's, um, we don't know and we don't predict that, but but our own responsibility is not to bury our feelings and emotions because that's what I did for the first 30 years of my life. And then that's why, you know, I just pushed everything down and pushed everything down and pushed everything down and pushed everything down and pretended to be happy because I didn't want to feel it. And mm-hmm. so many of us do that and it's not healthy and we're not meant to do that. So mm-hmm. I am 100% for... Feel your feelings. I don't think you should roll around and wallow in them for three days. Yeah, but feel your feelings. Get to the root of of what the issue is. Process and and then you move on.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think that's very important to highlight that you know, like, no emotions are bad emotion. We all go through different stages, and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's great that you feel happy, but at the same time, you still need to feel sad. You need to, you know know what that feels like and know that it's okay to cry like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all because they're all they're all on different levels and we're all we all have to experience all of these different levels to actually feel anything
0: I think it's yeah. good as well like sometimes to set yourself like like you know like I don't know I've been in, in like a bad mood or something sometimes and just being like like no like I want to be in this mood this is how I want to be like leave me alone like <laughs> and then you like You can choose, can't you, like when you kind of like finally accept that you've been in it and you can like remove it and work out like, it almost lets you work out why, doesn't it? When you're in Mm -hmm. that mood, you're thinking what it is, as long as you find that.
2: Totally. Like, so, okay, my TEDx, I talk about the quantum tool of turn up your vibration, right? Mm -hmm. So like, let's think about this. So let's say like, like the day when I had my total meltdown and in this quarantine, right? I was not in a space where I could like, just, Oh, let's turn up the vibration. You know, I was in, I was in this space of like, that's not going to work. Like I need to feel, I need to be with it. And in that awareness, then we can start to turn it on. Right. So there's, there's moments and times where we get like, let's say we're in traffic, right. And someone lays on their horn or someone's like slams the on the brakes or whatever. We get kind of a pissy. That is a moment, turn up your vibration. Let's say you have a, a spouse or a partner that triggers you and you're with them every single day and they say something, you know, that's about setting boundaries and turn up your vibration, right? Mm-hmm. So there's these moments where sometimes we just need to feel and be with it. And then there the, are the quick moments where it's like, eh, I'm not available for that. I'm
0: going for the higher feeling thought, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. That's, yeah, that's true um so I have um another question as well crystals are you into crystals oh yeah
2: I would I should show you my house they're all over the place
0: (laughs) Um, where where did that like I mean crystals are um you know they're
2: they're made of they're made from the divine from God and you know I just think it's a beautiful form of high vibrational energy that we can keep around our homes. I mean, crystals help with all this radiation from our phones and our computers crystals. um, For me, like they just make me happy. Like I just love the vibration I have them I I get them kind of as I've traveled the world, like I'm looking at one from Sedona, Arizona, I'm looking at some over there from um, Brazil, right? Like I've gotten them in Mexico, like it just depends. You know, I've traveled and if I find one I like I I grab them. And, um, you know, I believe they can, they can eat up heavy, low vibrational energy. And they kind of just set off. Um, like for me it's like a happy feeling, right? Mm. If you don't like crystals, no big deal. Don't use them. You know, if you enjoy them and they they make you happy and excited, then start to play around with them and explore them. I used to walk around with black tourmaline, little like teeny black tourmaline in my bra, like when I was first awakening. <laughs> Cause it helped me to feel grounded, right? <laughs> I just remember when you remember when you're going right? to do,
1: you'll you'll see me do my hip training in the morning, and this black on <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Totally,
2: totally too funny. But you know, it, I think with any of these tools, it's like take what resonates and leave the rest. And uh, I personally love crystals. I love to wear them in jewelry, and I love to have them around the house and. know but i get pretty ones that i like it's not like junky, like like very pretty elegant ones that
1: that feel good to me so you would you would you say you buy the the ones that yeah as you say you you actually like the look of not because what they because i've i've always heard that it's not always the one that you're actually attracted to but it should be the the one that you actually grab Because there's some crystals, you know, when you're like, oh, I don't like the look of that one. But that's one. There's a reason for that.
2: Yeah, I think trust your intuition. Like if there's one like that, that's probably not one you need for for home decor. Right.
0: Mm, mm, If mm. there's
2: one you think you need, put it in, you know, put it in your pillowcase or put it in the the drawer beside your bedside table or just on your bedside table. Right. So, you know, I have crystals under my bed, actually. Mm. Um, So. I've mixed emotions on this because I think that your heart and soul is always guiding you and if there's one intuitively that you don't love that you think that the properties of that crystal could help you mm. go with that. If someone tells you that you need that and you don't agree with it, mm. you mm. trust your own heart and gut and intuition.
1: Yeah, 100% I like that. Okay, so we're going to we're going to wrap it up there, but I want to I want to know if, um Your kind of a couple of tips to help someone who's struggling at the minute, Um, maybe they're possibly going, they're feeling the trauma and they're feeling that kind of that low stage of, you know, maybe going into more of a depression. Um, What's your kind of tips of maybe starting a structure on helping them, starting to kind of, you know, awaken and feel better about themselves?
2: First of all, understanding that everything happens on purpose. And if anyone is feeling that way, there is light on the other side, right? And there is another side of this. And Mm -hmm. I would just say really focus on hope anywhere you can focus on hope. So, excuse me. So for me, like I said, meditation was a game changer and, you know, I learned, I dabbled with meditation. And then after I realized how helpful it was for me about, I don't know, a year of dabbling, I started doing it every single day. And that's why I'm coming up on six years. And so Mm -hmm. I would say, meditation. If you don't know how to meditate, there's no way to do it wrong. Um, you could even start with three minutes a day. Like I said, I have, you know, five or six guided meditations. I'll give you the link if you want to share it for the the free guided meditations, but it's Suzanne Adams slash free meditations and, um, grab one of those. I would say find people that you feel aligned with because you're not meant to do this alone. Find communities, find other people that have the interest of personal growth, of, of connect, heart connection, of, you know, some connecting to something bigger and really immerse yourself with those people because energy is contagious. And you, if you have people telling you that you're woo-woo or that you're crazy or that, you know, what are you even doing? Um, that's not going to work. And you've got to make your own decision. And if you're feeling this, if you're listening to this, you are being called. You're being called to align more with your soul and really shed these old layers. And so I would just say keep going and, and really start to focus on appreciation and gratitude for what's working and what's right in front of you and, and just honor and nurture yourself.
1: Yeah. And so how will people find you and contact you?
2: Um, I'm always on Instagram at Suzanne Adams Inc. Um, I love to play around there on stories and on Instagram. My website is SuzanneAdamsInc.com. They can explore anything there. And I'm on Facebook as well at Suzanne Adams.
1: And also your book when it's launched, where will that be able to be uh, purchased?
2: On on Amazon for sure. Um, And then... Uh, also, I will, I will definitely be posting about it on Instagram and yeah. on my
0: website
1: as well. Fantastic. Well, it's great to thank see you. So you. Yeah. yeah. It really was. Yeah. 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 Great yeah. Yeah. to you. Yeah, it'd be good to uh, follow follow more of your journey with yeah. your, your launch of your book, your new events, everything. So, yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode, and we hope that you
1: enjoyed it. Please subscribe. And if you do have any questions, then please direct message us on Carly underscore underscore Thornton or Kerry Sexton underscore IFBB Pro. And we will catch you next time.